Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, man. It's me. How are you doing? Hello, Lewis. Are you uh, around? Well, I'm in Kingston. Right. I'm in um, a pub that I can't remember the name of. A pint of beer costs £2.16 pence here. Okay. Can you fucking believe that? That's quite a lot. Uh, I just wondered whether you'd be back at all because we need to sort of just bookend this podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, do you want to just do it now? Maybe I'll record this. Over the phone? Yeah. Okay, what do you need me to do? Well, I mean, ideally, just... Uh, it wants to be Christmassy. <laughs> merry Yogmas. And a very merry, happy Yogi New Year. Thank you very much. To you, sir, definitely. Okay. Merry Christmas, And Yogmas. thank you, son. This is going to be a Christmas podcast, and uh, it's going to be short, but... Sweet. Okay. Very sweet. Like honey. Love you. Um, you too, man. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Hello, and welcome to TTT. So, Simon, have you done all your Christmas present wrapping and everything? Uh, not really. All I've done is I've just bought chocolates for my family from Asda, and I'm just going to hand over the boxes of chocolates and go, there you go. You're not going to wrap them up? No, it's, it's a waste of resources. They're already wrapped up in their own packaging. You have to wrap them up. I'm thinking of the planet, <laughs> Well. <Lewis. laughs> What do you mean they're already wrapped up in their own packaging? As opposed to, like, you taking all the chocolates out of a box of chocolates in your hand and then, like, <laughs> handing it over to someone. It's like that advert for coffee. Sorry. Kenko. Oh, they just carry around the grains, you know, granules of coffee everywhere in their hands. I've not seen that advert. God. We tried to get rid of 100% of our packaging. But in the end, we stuck to 98%. Uh, because instead of it being in like a glass jar, it's in like a weird kind of bag. You get a bag of coffee. Oh, do you? I think it's Joanna Lumley. There's the voiceover. You've been watching a lot of telly recently, have you? Since you've moved. Bits and pieces. Something that drives me mad is the fucking uh, Bailey's adverts with some woman's mouth. 
and she's singing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. gotta have coffee. I love my coffee. And she sings some Christmas song in the latest one. I can't remember what I it like is. I like Bailey's, man. So, oh, that's, so, I mean, how many boxes girl. of chocolates have you bought in total? Um, yeah. About 47. I mean, what, is it just for your, just your immediate family? So your parents and your siblings yeah. or whatever? And they're all the same. They're all milk tray. Every single one. I got 47 boxes of milk tray. Oh God, how many? For five pounds each. How many people Jesus, have you Jesus, that's a lot of money, for? isn't it? That is a lot of money. It's like 250 quid. Well, you know, there's my mum, my dad, my uncle, my aunt, my nan, my cousin... Uh, I mean, we've heard a little bit about some of your relatives, like your uncle who's the farmer. Is he getting the milk tray? My uncle the farmer? What? Yeah, the one of your uncles who's got a really strong farmer accent. Oh, right, Bill. Oh, God. Um, I don't know if I'll see Bill. He's not getting a milk tray, I don't tray, know if he's then. still alive, to be honest. He might right. have died at some point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. That's just what I wanted to hear on the Christmas season. Uh... I don't know, man. He might be dead. I just I haven't seen him in years. He might have died years ago, for all I know. You do realise that you can go and buy, like, Christmas <laughs> wrapping paper for, like, 50 pence from the, the pound shop. Sorry, a pound from the pound shop. That was a stupid mistake. <laughs> 50 pence from the 50 pence shop? <laughs> yeah, the, you can, well, you can get two for a pound from the pound shop. Do you know what I mean? It's not expensive, dude, to go and buy it. What I don't like, I suppose, right, is in England... In the UK, I should say, we have the pound shop, but in America they have dime stores. I mean, what the fuck? How much is a dime worth? It's ten cents. Is it? That's nothing. Yeah. So that's you like buy 5p. everything. What can you get for five p? Like a chewy cola bottle with like a big they one. They used to be you know? called penny sweets, but they're not anymore. Yeah. They're five penny. They're dime sweets. What else could you buy for for a for five p? Dime bars. A rubber band. It's a variety store. The Wikipedia article's very. Oh God! Throughout Europe, there's ninety nine cent paradise. In Ireland, there's Euro two, Pound World, and Euro World. Here in the UK, we've got Poundland, Pound World, and 99p stores. Poundland. Poundland. That's where I went last week. Yeah, that's where I got all my <laughs> Christmas shopping from. Oh, Christmas my wrapping paper and my bows and my... thing is, this is a bit late because people, if we're talking about this, people will have already done this. Everyone who's listened to this will have already done all their Christmas shopping and wrapping. They can so associate with us. They can empathise with the podcast. <laughs> and they're like, oh yes. Oh, <laughs> I have bought... Observational... Humour. I I bought all my Christmas shopping weeks ago. Had it all wrapped up from the pound shop. I bought like some little bows and some little bows. Uh, you know those stick-on bows that you get. Is that a present for yeah. someone? Here, I bought you some bows. No, like um, what they those little little they look look like little flowers made of ribbon. Um, you know, and you like pop them on top of a present. Oh, so it looks like you've tied you know, a really posh bow, but in actual fact, it's like a pre-made yeah, bow. Yeah, yeah, It's so ridiculously, like, pre-made that it just doesn't look like you would ever have even tried to make it yourself. Yeah. One of those. So, you know, you can get all that stuff from Poundland, man. It's great. I was in Poundland with my nan, right? And she, it's like heaven to her, you know? You can get, like, 
things, if anything is in there that you would normally consider to be less than a pound, like toothpaste or something, you know, it's two for a pound, you know. Um, So it's just heaven for her. What if something's more than a pound? You get, say, half a jar of really big mayonnaise for a pound. (laughs) No, you get like a jar of mayonnaise from Romania. It's like called, instead of Heinz mayonnaise, it would be like um, Hones. I was trying to think of something really expensive that you would buy at the pound shop, and the best I could do was a really big jar of mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they sell all sorts of stuff, like they sell DVDs. There's a DVD section, unbelievably, in there. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, of course they are. It's Poundland. Holy shit. And there's the... Oh, these are like direct-to-DVD, really bad yeah. horror and thrillers. They're, yeah, they're the worst collection of DVDs. And like Mission Impossible 2's in there and stuff as well. You know. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> I really like the first Mission uh... Impossible. That's my absolute favourite. Uh, I didn't really like the first one. Anyway, Pound Shop, man. I mean, they just have like... You can get anything there, though. Like, crazy stuff. Like uh, screwdriver sets and stuff. They're a pound... Torches, batteries. Can you get change? What do you mean change? Change. Can you get like two fifty pence pieces for a pound? Uh, five twenty pence pieces for a I pound. I think you need to go next door to the arcade and use the one of those machines. When was the last time you went into a, oh, a, a video game arcade, Simon? A long time. A long, long time. <laughs> In the mid nineties, probably. Very probably, <laughs> yes. Yeah. What was? Because I went. Obviously, my nan lives in Claxton. And it's like a seafront town with a pier and all this stuff. And they've still got a lot of arcades. A lot of these arcades with um, these mostly ancient games in the front. You know, like these old, really old style arcade games where you get two peas. And, you know, you put the two peas in and they fall down. And you try and get oh, that, that's the so two peas fucking to push lame. off the other two peas. Yeah, because what it's... I don't know if people... How would you uh, describe this to people who don't know what it is? It's kind of like little plasticky cliffs inside of a game thing. Cliffs. So you've got like a, a glass front and you've got like little cliffs that move backwards and forwards. That's right. And precariously balanced on the edge of these cliffs are just coin after coin after coin. And you drop down money into the machine and it may push those coins off the edge. The thing is you you'll end up putting like a pound's worth of two p pen you know two pence pieces into it, and when it knocks off some from the edge, you might get say twenty p back. I mean I don't really understand why people are so excited about it because it's just fucking small change. I know it's money that I don't even carry around. Exactly, I don't carry around two pence pieces. No, what's the fucking point? What do you do with them? I've then? got right here in my hand. Right, it was on my desk. I got two pence pieces, two two pence pieces, and wedged between them is um, some gum that I chewed, and I didn't right. have a tissue or anything to put it in. Right. So I got out of my pocket. I got these two two pence pieces, and I just sandwiched the gum between them so it wouldn't get stuck inside my pocket. That's how much I value four pence. Four pence. I mean, what can you buy with four pence? Do you know what that reminds me of, though? That that doing that reminds me of um, using chewing gum to stick two one-piece together and then putting it into a can machine and trying to trick it into thinking it's a pound. Oh, my God. 
Do you remember doing that? No. So maybe your two two P's is actually worth two pounds if you find a crappy can machine from nineteen ninety five. It's quite thick. Or the, or an arcade game. It might work on that as well. <laughs> That's your uh, your tip of the day there. I mean, these ancient arcade machines that that push these two P's down the cliffs. I mean, we'll have to find a picture of it somewhere so people who are who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, which is probably all of our audience. Um. So they actually know what it They're is. They're all Americans and Europeans. They don't understand. You go to the one of these arcades with your nan, and she gets out like you know ten two p's or whatever. You put them in, you get a couple of two p's back. You put them in, you get a couple of two p's back, and she won't leave the arcade until she's lost all of her two p's. You know that's the goal for my nan is to spend all your two p's. <laughs> just Not to win anything. A slow way just... to spend them. <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is, I can't imagine uh, that that entire machine has more cash in it than about three pound, if worth of two p's. You know? Could you imagine if, like, some armed robbers just ran into the arcade and they just smashed, <laughs> <laughs> and they had like they had two p machine open. <laughs> <laughs> they got these huge bags. <laughs> they just scooped it all into a massive sack. <laughs> oh, swag written on the side. Oh my god. That would be so fucking when heavy. When they empty that machine out at the end of the night, you know, it can't, they can't make a profit. I mean, it must spend Why would about they empty 50p it? of electricity keeping it going during the day. It naturally empties though, doesn't it? Into people's pockets, yeah. So how are the, how are the, the price? How much money do you think the arcade would make from that? I don't know. It's just for like crazy old nans, whilst, whilst their grandsons and granddaughters play... Tekken 3 or whatever. You know, proper yeah. video games. House of the Dead. They play the proper Two. games. Nan's kept busy with some fucking Victorian-era arcade game. Oh, man. And there's the other game there as well. The, do you remember the one with the horse Jesus. racing where you bet on which horse is going to win? And the horses uh, oh, whirr along and bullshit. do a little race. Is this something from my childhood? But you bet, like, it's like, it's like a sort of very primitive horse race betting game with plastic horses on a track. And there's, like... Um, slots around the sort of machine and what you do is you, everyone stands around the machine and puts in two P's and then presses the button for the horse that they think is going to win and then it says stop placing your bets and then it starts and the horses run and you know it goes green wins and then whoever wins gets like four P back from their original two P stake brilliant <laughs> brilliant <laughs> oh they were horrible they're so fucking lame and I swear they were fixed. I swear. <laughs> I don't, though. I don't, like I don't know. I'll never ever win. Are, but it's ever. not exactly big money, is it? You know, I mean... Do you reckon you have to have a gambling license to have one of those machines? You I, know, installed in your pub or something? I lost a lot of money on those horse betting machine <laughs> things. I put a couple of badges <laughs> on it. <laughs> Oh, God, that's a reference to something we did before, isn't it? Wow. We're going back. We're going way back now. Oh, man. Oh, this time machine. So, I mean, we're coming to the end of our first It's almost like we're doing a review of doing the podcast. Because we started the podcast in February this yeah. year. Um, Jesus. Because, do you remember the first one we With did was when it was all snowing? Yeah. Part one. And it's snowing today. So we've... And there was no part two. <laughs> no, because we... We never released it, did we? Oh, God. Well, this uh... could be part two, kind of. Okay, that's a good idea. Um... 
It's yeah, very man. snowy. It's snowing again. There's a woman outside with a, a broom, and she's brooming away, sweeping away the snow. Brooming away, yeah. She's brooming it away. Wouldn't a shovel be better, love? Seriously. What are you doing? Well... You're brushing snow. This one guy emailed us with a very long diary email. This is someone called Luggage. He says, Hi, uh, since I had to go on a business trip last week that involved a fair amount of driving hours, I thought to myself, Hey, why don't I download all of the Yogpods there are and listen to them as a kind of marathon of madness? Oh my god. First off, right, a listener of ours going on a business trip does seem a little bit unlikely. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Business trip. That sounds like, you know, like you put a suit on. Professional. Yeah, and have drive like a Mercedes, wow. you know, across the country. I'll stay in hotels. Anyway, he says, I'm a relatively new listener to the Yogpod, so I haven't heard them all before. I downloaded them all, broke them up into nice five-minute pieces, because my car audio can only remember that amount. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? His car audio can only remember that amount, apparently. So, I don't know, it's a bit dodge. So he has to play in five-minute little segments? Yeah. Well, no, I guess it's just uh, to, to, to space them out by track number. So if he had to stop it for some reason... He could get back to where he was more easily. See, that's a very common thing in modern audiobooks. Like I've been listening to um, Dan Brown's new audiobook, new book on audiobook, and it's all in five-minute files, so it's easy to find out where you were if you had to stop it. You know, whereas having it as one like long two-hour file is a real pain in the ass if you have to stop it and find out where you. I'm were, looking. You know, I'm looking at our on my my uh, iTunes right, and we've got 23 podcasts right. In total, that's 15 and a half hours. Yeah. He had to listen to 15 and a half hours of this shit. How many five-minute segments is that? It's it's plenty. That's... 180. <laughs> um, it is. 180. <laughs> yeah. It must have taken him hours to... Christ. This is just madness. <laughs> okay. I have agreed to report back on my experiences and any possible side effects. So here we go. Thursday, 6am. He's written like a diary. (laughs) (laughs) Like a trip report. I hate getting up this early. It's December, it's still dark and it's cold outside. But I have a nine hour drive ahead of me and need to arrive at my destination by 4pm. I get up, have a meagre breakfast and think to myself, hopefully it won't rain. Okay, you liking it so far? This is incredible. I'm just going to carry on with this. I'm just going to carry on. Thursday, 7am. The sky lights up, and I actually believe that it's going to be a nice drive. Driving undies on? Check. Food? Check. Yogpod collection? Check. I put all of my junk in the car and start the engine. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Are you excited? It's good. It's going to be a good trip. Driving undies... I don't have a pair of driving mm. undies, but I, I sort of know what he's talking about, you know? You have a couple of pairs of underpants that are preferred, you know? You just feel so comfortable um, when you wear them, and they're really old as that's well. That's a little bit strange, but yeah, sure, sure. It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Okay. Um, Stupid, sexy yognor. <laughs> Thursday, 7.05am. I stop to get gas. Simon and Lewis are talking about the British winter. 
and a discussion about a gender-neutral term for snowman is going on. 7.15am. Autobahn ho. As my car is on the highway, the sun gets kicked in the balls by thick clouds, and rain starts almost instantly. So much for the good weather. At least I have the Yogpod Snogs cast. I secretly hope that the rain will not stay rain and become snow. Ah, So he's, he's driving through Germany then? Yeah, I guess so, on the autobahn. I mean, we, we don't really know, but he could be. Where, do they, where else do they have autobahns? Just in Germany. <laughs> Thursday, 10am. Almost three hours of the thickest rain I've seen all year make driving really hard. I can't see more than 50 metres ahead of me. Contrary to that, my horizon has been widened quite a lot. The talented Tina Barrett, toaster bag dishes, awful drunken phone pranks, and the realisation that there are other people as musically untalented as me. While the two of you are doing the dragon quiz, I stop and drink some coffee. When do you think he's just going to have some... Thursday, 11.30. Some ill effects from this. He's just going to start bleeding from his ears, <laughs> gibbering, <laughs> like scratching at his skin. He thinks there's insects underneath. Something. I think that's already happened. I mean, just the whole downloading <laughs> it to your phone. <laughs> oh dear. Don't even have to listen. You've already infected. Thursday, 11.13am. I pass a Jaffa Cake truck and chuckle. Yeah, just started. Oh my god, he's hallucinating. Started. <laughs> a Jaffa Cake truck? <laughs> Delivering enormous ship shipments of Jaffa Cakes across Europe. Do you really think Jaffa Cakes have their own yeah, enormous Mitch's, trucks? Yeah, uh, lorry, <laughs> as we call it over here, a lorry. I think that must be a mirage, don't you? He's like in the desert of Yogpod. Instead of an oasis, he's seeing he sees stuff, a lorry of there. Jaffa Cakes. Thursday, 2.35pm. I reach my destination. Holy crap. Despite the rain, I am early. Despite my hurting eyes and butt... I keep sitting in my car and finish listening to the first Dungeons and Dragons yog pod. God, Brick is awesome. 6.17pm. During the drive to the hotel, I pass a car with a license plate SIPS69. What? So, SIPS. SIPS. So he passes a car with the, 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 the license number SIPS69. Mm. I think he's seeing things again. He's he's gone deranged. <laughs> yeah, that is odd. Does this does this uh does this story end with him like stabbing someone in the heart in a conference room and then ripping his know. own eyes out? He's <laughs> I don't know, it's a he's, long way to go. He's like playing with entrails when the police find like him. Like in the end of paranormal activity. Oh no, you Did you see the yeah, same I have seen paranormal that. activity? Did you see the same Didn't... ending that I saw though? It didn't end like that, no, the police came. We're spoiling it for people who might want to see it now. Friday, 6am. Woken up to the yog pod. Skip breakfast and hit the road. Tonight will be the company's Christmas party, and I might as well be back early and get a little work done. 6.15am. Upon entering the car and starting it, my mood brightens tenfold. D&D yog pod part 2 comes on. This will be a good couple of hours. Friday, 6.40am. I stop to get gas. It's still early and I'm not ready for coffee. Instead, I buy a packet of Jaffa Cakes and get back on the road. Hooray! Damn you and your viral marketing techniques. So obviously what happened was, he went into the, the petrol station and 
His eyes were just drawn to the orange and blue packaging. Do you reckon Jaffa cakes are called something different in Germany? Cook and see Jaffa? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, Friday, 6.40am. Oh, I see. So he was on a business meeting, but he's not actually telling us any information about it at all. He's keeping it all secret. So he's actually finished his meeting and he's now driving back to his work for the work Christmas party. So he's got another nine-hour drive. Good God. Poor man. So he's got eight... So we, what did we calculate? Did we calculate it was 15 hours of yog pods and he's got an approximately 18-hour drive? So he's he's well into the second D&D podcast by now, which is... It's going well. He seems to have lost his sanity slightly, but it's bound to happen. I think we're though, still going. Um, There's no way that he was going to come out of this the same as he went in. Friday, eight a.m. Honey, you just finished reading the last watch, and I really enjoyed it. Great story. Friday, nine a.m. The first Halloween special recorded in the midst of August, and now it's the middle of December. Brilliant. Just what I need. Curiously enough, I enter a bank of thick fog at about the same time this episode begins. The fog will stay with me for the rest of the trip. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's a little freaky. Maybe it's um, not fog, though. Maybe maybe he's entering, like, Silent Hill or something. Was there a weird alarm that went off? Uh, <laughs> Friday, 9.30am. Thinking about the cowboy MMO, I really wish you had thought of that creepy undertaker that is always a part of every good western. That would be a fun class to play. Or maybe the guy playing piano in the saloon. Playing that class should involve a hefty amount of Guitar Hero-esque minigames. Yeah, man, I agree. That's a good class. I'd like to be an undertaker in a cowboy MMO. That would be cool. Uh, get on to that, Blizzard Activision and people like that. If you listen to the podcast, get on with it. Okay. Uh, Friday, ten thirty a.m. The finale of D and D Part Three. I am really cracking up when you mentioned that Hannah's evil eye beam has melted the inside of the tower, whilst the outside has remained frozen. <laughs> my car swerves out of its lane a little as I spaz out laughing. Oh my god, it's happening. It's starting to happen. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> it's about to go off, isn't it? It's just going to be an accident. Or, <laughs> you know, it's like 12.30am, I wake up in hospital. <laughs> like, or, you know... I'm No memory of the day before. <laughs> I've written... I looked through my notes. It's just a scrawl <laughs> of weird writing. Oh, God. Oh, just God. pictures of Tina Barrett eating Jaffa cakes, like, wild-eyed. Friday, 12 to 15pm. Simon's Honeydew impression of Miss, have you got any Dostoyevsky, causes another traffic-endangering moment. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. That was pretty funny. I can understand that. Friday, 1.30pm. Almost perfectly timed with the most recent episode, I arrive back in the office. The weather these last two days has been totally crap. I am really glad I made the decision to take the entire Yogpod library along. You turned my trip into gold, and I was a little sad that there are no remaining Yogpods I can listen to. Despite what you may think, your podcast offers more than mere entertainment. The dynamic of randomly choosing topics and improvising is brilliant. 
Take the Monster Truck Hoax or Simon's Cheese Story, for example. I'll attempt to write a comprehensive one-sentence review for the Yogpod now. If you enjoy two witty British fellows constantly trolling each other whilst discussing some of the most fundamental questions, funda fuck shit bollocks. If you enjoy fundamentals, <laughs> I buggered it up. Ugh, it was a quite fine. Just go sentence. with it. Just keep going. <laughs> it's fine. Nobody will know this. Questions of the information age. This podcast will blow your mind. To those about to yog, I salute you. Oh, now that I like. That I like. What's that from? For those about to rock. Oh. ACDC. Right. Well, there we are. Thank you, luggage, from wherever you are from. Germany, I guess. Yeah. And um, I think that's summed, summed up the year of your pod quite well, hasn't it, actually? What we've done this year. Yeah, he's done the work for us. We don't have Basically. to uh, go into that, really. Cheers, man. man. That's fucking awesome. Cheers, dude, for that. Uh, donate to the Yogpod, thanks. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> he got it oh all for God. free. He got 15 hours. You'd have to pay a lot for that if you were doing Ricky Gervais' podcast, wouldn't you? Damn it. Yeah, but I mean, you get what you pay for, to be honest. Um, I mean, and this is free, so exactly. Yeah, it's, it's true. We have damaged your brain, so I suppose that is some compensation. So that's it from this quick Christmas podcast. Have a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back in the new year with um, more stuff. Ho, 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 ho. More ho, videos. Ho, ho. Please ho. continue sending your crazy stories and stuff to yogscast at gmail.com. And you can also donate by PayPaling that address as well. Goodbye, everyone. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes. Thank you very much. You too, Simon. But...